0: Welcome to the Prosperous Mother Podcast, helping single moms transform their finances so they can achieve financial freedom in their own way by working through the mindset and emotional blocks that can be scary to face. I'm Natalie Marie, and I'll be showing you how choosing yourself creates generational wealth well beyond five ways of making money online as a single mum in 2023 and in 2024. So just like you, before I started um, The Prosperous Mother, I also trailed through the internet for various ways to make money as a single mum. Googling words such as how to make money as a single mum only to find exhaustive lists not created with the single mum in mind at all. It was very much clickbait. And I even came across a list that was supposed to be about passive income ideas for single mums and had dog walking as one of them. Dog walking as a passive income. (laughs) So because of all of the trash out there, I was inspired to create this episode for single moms, just like myself, who are looking for side hustles with the potential to turn into businesses so they can leave their nine to five and create their financial freedom, their financial independence and achieve their other goals. So I'm gonna, before we start, I wanna walk you through some statistics. I don't usually do statistics cause I'm not a fan of them, but in this episode, I want to show you the statistics of single parents, specifically single moms living, living in a certain way um, financially. And I don't believe these statistics are, they don't, they don't, yes, okay, we can say they're facts, right? But they're facts for a snapshot. You know, it's not like single moms are lazy or like they don't want the best for their children or they don't, they're not working hard. It's just that we're in a system and the nine to five does not support the single parent, the single mom. Heck, it doesn't even support the two-parent homes. Even two-parent home families are struggling with trying to find childcare that's affordable and still hold down a job. Like everyone's struggling. And so these statistics, yes, they show that single parents, a lot of us are living within in poverty, um, but not because we're lazy or not because we don't wanna work. But purely because the system does not support our lifestyle, a system does not support us being able to hold down a nine to five and still be present for our children. Um, So let's start with these statistics. According to the single mother guide, 80% of single parent families in the US are headed by single moms and a third of them are living in poverty. In the UK, the charity Gingerbread has stated that there are 1.8 million single parents, of which 90% of that figure is single mothers. And according to an article written by The Guardian, half of these single parent families are living in poverty. So no matter where you are in the world, these statistics for single moms are all too familiar. And this is the reason why i this episode I've created this episode because there are ways that you can make money with integrity and they're not get rich quick schemes so it's going to take time for you to see your money come through but you're building a really good foundation you're building um, a legacy you're you're building the potential to build generational wealth but really and all that sounds great right but really you're building this solid foundation so that maybe a year, two years, maybe even three years from now, you can turn around and leave your job because now you're making money on your own terms um, and doing it in your own way, not having to work 40, 50 hours a week. um, And most importantly, to be able to be present for your children and live the life you want, doing what you want. And so yes, these side hustles that I've listed, they will take some time to bear fruit. It can take as long as six months, sometimes even a year before you see any money from these side hustles. However, these side hustles that I've curated are passive and they do actually work. You can do them from home and work them around your lifestyle. Do it from home, do it from anywhere around the world. So the first one, number one is journals. Now journals, whether plain or with actionable prompts are created to give value to the person using the journal. To really maximize your income, you'd want to create a high end journal that is solving your niches pain points and changing lives. However, this isn't a get rich quick scheme and it may take a few months before you get your first sale. There isn't much accurate data on this niche. The consistent theme is you can make six figures with this side hustle, but it's a massive learning curve. So take what you see on YouTube, where they've made the money in the first month with a pinch of salt, because for the majority of people selling journals, specifically on KDP, that is not happening. However, I came across the home boss, which is, a I think she's a single mom, on YouTube who seems to give a true depiction of what it's like running a business on Amazon KDP. And she sells low content journals, So think notepads, right? The notepads um, or small journal books. They've either got lined paper or no lines, but it's plain, but that's about it. That's it. It's basically no frills. Um, And then you've got another YouTuber called Cinquanta Cox and I hope I've not butchered her name, but she creates high end journals. So when you're thinking about high-end journals, um, think prompts, um, they've got actionable tasks and these journals are created to get your goal, to get you to achieve your goal. So for me personally, I'm all about adding value to your audience, your clients, and not only do you want to add value, but you also want to get paid. So I believe, designing a high-end journal for a particular niche is the way to go. The plain notebooks, you know, the low-end journals, they can easily be bought from Audi, Panland, or even the Dollar Tree. For instance, I need another plain notebook to write my downloads, dreams, and manifestations in. I didn't go online to get this. Instead, I went to Lidl, and I paid £2.49 each But for a specific journal, a high-end one that is going to help me with my job and or goals, I'm going to specifically go online to purchase it. So earlier this year, I wanted to get a budget journal. Yes, I have my spreadsheet and I love it because it's visual and it shows me the pie charts. It looks all fancy and it's got my net worth on there. However, I'm a pen and paper girl and I really love opening up a notebook and doing and writing down my goals and my budget and stuff like that. So I went online because I wanted a specific type of budget journal that had exactly what I needed. Um, and so I went specifically online to buy that one. And I don't mind paying 15, 20, 25 pounds for that kind of journal. But I'm not gonna pay that kind of journal for a low-end, ruled paper. I'm not even gonna go online with that because what's the point? Um, so the easiest way to create, high-end journals is to be your own idle customer. So what niche are you currently working in, involved in, or interested in? And what kind of journal would you like to see on the market that would help you with certain tasks, pain points to make things easier for you, for you to achieve your goals? What I like about the journal business is that it's free to start. You can create your journals on Canva using the free account. There is no inventory. You can upload your design to the company who's printing the books for you, and they will print the book when a purchase is made. There is also no packing and shipping. The company does this all for you. Also, once you found a design that works, this income then becomes passive. If after reading this, you're still interested in creating journals as a side hustle, then I would research your chosen niche where do they hang out what are their pain points where are they buying these journals and this is important because you'll want to sell your journals on the same platform so you won't need to heavily rely on ads research other journals that are in the same niche and check out the reviews and see what's going well what is the product lacking and how can you make yours better the research should be far Once done, design your journal using Canva or some other free design tool, and then decide on which company you're going to use that will ship and print your journals for you. Number two is YouTube channel, which people usually call vlogging. So you've probably already noticed that when it comes to side hustles, Quality and good value should be at the forefront of your creations, and creating a YouTube channel is no different. Your YouTube channel should be about creating content that will help and inspire someone to achieve their dreams, passions, and or goals. Now, according to Influencer Marketing Hub, YouTube has over 2 billion monthly active users, watching a billion hours of video content every day. Similar to blogging, you create content that you have experience in or have a personal interest in, and the earning potential is limitless. When first starting out, you want to choose a few niches and create content for all of those niches. Ensure you create the same amount of content for each niche. This is very important because after a few months of doing this, YouTube will then be able to provide you with analytics for each video in each niche. And then you'll be able to see which niche is doing well. Whatever whatever niche is doing well is the one you will decide to go with and the one you will continue with, and you will drop the other niches. What's great about having a YouTube channel is the earning potential. You can make money from advertising revenue, earning rewards as a YouTube Partner, merchandising, affiliate programs, subscription fees, eBooks, and your own online courses. There's so much more. However, to start making money directly from YouTube, you must be a member of the YouTube Partner Program. And the requirements to apply are, you must have a minimum of 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours in the past year, or have 1,000 subscribers and 10 million views on shorts within 90 days. Once you are accepted into the program, you can then set your channel to monetize through Google AdSense subscriptions and memberships. So how do you start, I hear you say. Well, firstly, you have to brainstorm over the niches you want to start with. You want to choose between three to five niches, start filming content, and then upload. While filming content, you want to create your channel art, such as your banner and your profile pic. You can do this on Canva. And don't worry about perfection. It doesn't exist. Don't worry about not having a camera. You will do soon, but start where you are. If a phone is all you have then film on that and upload you'll want to be uploading at least three to five times a week consistency is the game the reason why you want to be uploading at least three to five times a week is because the the more you upload the more data the quicker you will have your data and then you'll be able to find which niche to go in with and then with that you can post once or twice a week and do a mixture of long form Videos, Um, so anything that's kind of like eight minutes long and longer. And then with those long form videos, you can cut them up and make them into shorts. So you're repurposing content. Number three is blogging. Blogging is a great way to provide valuable content within a field that you have expertise in or a deep interest in that will then go on to create a passive income for you. However, blogging is not a lazy way for you to make money. And it definitely is not a get rich quick scheme. (laughs) It's for the long term. If consistent and committed, you'll see it turn into a very profitable business where you can catapult passive income streams from. Now, during the first year, you can make anything between $500 to $2,000 a month. After a few years, bloggers have reportedly made an income of anywhere up to 10 million pounds, or $10 million a year. Now, according to Glassdoor website, bloggers in the UK make on average 32,000 pounds a year. And in the US, they make roughly around 52,000 pounds a year. There are average, these are average figures, and I know quite a few bloggers who are now financially independent because of their blogs. So it really does depend on how much time and effort you spend on your blog. Now, although blogging requires you to put in at least one to two hours a day, it has an unlimited earning potential. You can join affiliate programs where if you have a link on your page to purchase from a company, you'll make commission for each time a person clicks on the link and purchase the product. You can run adverts, create digital products such as principles, eBooks, and online video courses. And these are all passive. You create it one time and continue to make money. Even while sleeping, it's also low cost to set up, coming in a little under a hundred pounds for domain name and web hosting. And actually, recently you can get it a lot cheaper for the web web um, web name and uh, web domain and hosting. Um, so recently, I changed over my web uh, web domain and hosting, and I'm paying currently around twelve pounds a year. Um, so I'm not going to say any names because <laughs> I'm not getting paid to advertise but um well yet but if you just google look up what comes what comes up for you do some research the one thing I will say to research is when you're researching um web domain names and hosting if you are not tech savvy because you know if you're if you don't have the funds to pay for someone to build the website for you it'll be you doing it yourself and so I would um highly suggest that you research these web domains and hosting companies. And what you're looking for is not just the price, but you're looking for customer service. There's nothing worse than getting something really cheap, but they have a really bad customer service because you are going to be reliant on this customer service to help you build your website. Yeah, you're gonna be calling them and saying, I did this, but it didn't go well. And and it's just because you're just not used to building, You're, you're not tech savvy. And so you're going to need a really good um, customer service, maybe one that is open 24 hours, especially if you're doing this around your nine to five and your kids, you know, um, so you're going to want one that's 24 hours and seven days a week. Just a little tip. Um, So first, you'll need to set up your domain name and web hosting. You can do this with various different web hosting and domain services online, where they support hosting for WordPress, which is the platform you'll be using to blog. Once you've purchased your domain, you'll be able to open up WordPress and create the look of your blog. There are free themes on WordPress that help you to do this. When using these themes, ensure that they are good on mobile as well as desktop and are compatible with the most popular plugins. So some themes, and the theme is the way you want your website to look, the layout. Um, And some themes, you want them to be responsive. And so what it means to be responsive is that it looks good on desktop as well as the mobile. Uh, Some themes are just for desktop use. So if you pulled up your website on the phone, it probably wouldn't load, it wouldn't come up because the theme is not responsive. So you want a responsive theme. And secondly, you want it to be responsive to the popular plugins because you will need those popular plugins. Um, So you're gonna need them to be regularly updated and compatible with the popular plugins. So research these three themes, if you go on WordPress and it will let you know whether these are responsive and whether these are compatible with the latest plugins. Number four is creating a course. And courses are real passive income earners if created and marketed well. So during my first six months after I had launched my company, The Prosperous Mother, I had created a program. It's called uh, Your 60-Day Blueprint to Financial Freedom. And that's what it's called at the time. And I made £7,000. I could have made much more but I was dealing with my own confidence issues in being a new coach. So I didn't push as hard as I should have. But the more I coached and my clients got results, the more confident I became. So according to a website called Sell Courses Online, you can make between $1,000 and $50,000 a month with online courses. And on average, those first six months, I was making 1,000 pounds a month just for my one course alone. Imagine what an extra £1,000 a month could do for you. The initial setup of creating a course is hard work and requires dedication, commitment, creativity, and consistency. So as a single mum who home educates two children and still had a business to run, I had to become creative in my approach. Now, on average, it takes around three to six months to create an online course. But I created mine in two months. And once it was created, I was able to launch it. All I had to do was teach it. So with the courses you need to make sure you have your workbooks, your templates, your presentations, make sure they're completed um, because you don't have the time to create this thing over and over and over again, each time you have a new student to enroll on your course. However, for me, because my ethos is all about delivering valuable content to my clients, readers and followers, Every three to six months, I would go back over my course and update some of the material in the program to make sure that it's always relevant and it always stays up to date. Because my clients they will have lifetime access to the courses. And because of that, I need to make sure that it's always updated, but also I'm having I'm enrolling new clients at the same time onto the same course. So I don't ever want to have a course that I created, you know, a year ago to be stating information that's still that was that's no longer relevant right um obviously since pandemic we've had a whole load of lords come in quite sneakily um and a whole lot of stuff been changed in terms of finances and money you know like recently um i'm launching a new side hustle program next year and you know next year the government is enforcing that they want to tax side hustles too right so that is something that I need to update my program with um, because it's important information. And so even when you're doing courses, you want it to be valuable. Yes, um, you know, obviously part of you doing the course is to make extra money, but you also want people to trust you um, because these are gonna be, you know, some of these customers are gonna be returning back and, you know, you're going to have more things to sell, not just that one course. You're going to have other courses to sell. And you want your clients to, if they don't come back, you want them to appreciate your efforts and be happy with the product that they did purchase for you. And also for the other ones that do come back, you want them to come back. If you're releasing other products that would be handy for them, you want them to come back and you want them to, You want them to come back because they trust you, because they had such great results with your other um, program that they bought from you that they're gonna purchase again. So just be mindful, Um, always lead with integrity when you're doing your courses as well. Um, Yeah, so you wanna make sure that what they're getting is relevant and valuable information. What I also love about creating courses is that you can promote them on your blog if you decide to have a blog. I've managed to create multiple side hustles from one side hustle. All of my income came from my blog and then I was able to sell, you know, programs, one-to-one mentoring or just one-off coaching calls. If After reading, listening to this, you are amped to start a course. I would then research the niche you want to create a course in. I, so there's two ways of doing this. You can research and that will mean, research a niche you want to go into so you want to have a look at people's pain points what they're experiencing and then you can build your course around that the second way of doing it is building a community so you know you're coming out with a course you know what niche you want to go into you know your target audience and so you go on social media and you create a community and in that community you're giving free content away like valuable, you know, you're posting stuff, like like you would if you was following someone else on social media who was educational um, and you would do that. But there, because you're building a community, you're finding out what people are talking about because this isn't just about you posting stuff. This is all about you getting information and you would kind of gather the information and you would listen to your community because it's perfect you've got a community full of your target audience of who you really want to sell to and they're telling you their pain points they're telling you their experiences they're telling you what you want and from there then you will create your course and i think that's more worthwhile than you kind of researching trying to get a gist of what the general idea on the internet is on what people's pain points are instead create community for your target audience in the niche that you want and your community is just filled with the people that you would be genuinely selling to anyway and you would listen to them and from there you would build a course and the course would be built based on what they've asked what they've requested and I think that's the easiest way it's not the shortest way (laughs) of doing it but it's definitely the most successful way in doing it because you can't go wrong then right if you're just building a course based on what you've done a little bit of market research on on the internet you and and then you don't have a community to sell to so you've got this course but no one to sell to whereas if you've built a community first so that you've got a community you've uh, been given free you know you've been giving them some valuable content and over some time And they've begun to like, know, and trust you. Those three things are incredibly important. And not only that, not only have they begun to know, like, and trust you, but you now have a good understanding of what they are looking for. You know, you have a good understanding of what they're trying to achieve, what their goals are, what they want, what they need. You know, the language they speak that's the best way and then from there you build your course and then from there it'd be easier it'd be easier to market to because you're marketing back to them what they've asked for um so that is the best way to build your course I wouldn't build it first before you have a community get a community in first have people know like and trust you and then from there you build your course So once you've created your course you can then host your course on a platform that hosts online courses just google where to sell my course and a few of the course platforms will appear now some of these platforms offer free options and i guess for your very first course as i said before low a low setup cost should be always in your mind should be always at the the forefront of your mind. Um, You don't wanna put too much money into any of these side hustles because you need to see if they're gonna work. Um, And I always believe they all work. (laughs) Um, It's just down to the person executing them. So you always want a low setup cost. And and so ideally you want it to be free. But also when you're researching these platforms, you also want to think further down the line as well, like, where am I going to be in, you know, a year from now? You know, where would you like to be a year from now? And think about how you would like your course to look like, you know, like what kind of platform, what what would you be doing? What kind of needs would it be serving? ideally a year from then you'd probably be paying for a platform and it'd be easier to stay on a platform than it would be to switch over platforms but you know ideally you kind of want a uh, platform system that can grow with you um and that also has benefits your students so you know when you're learning anything new and course is all about learning and personal development it means especially if it's a if it's um, a DIY course meaning in do-it-yourself course so you you're not coaching it live you're not coming on live it's all pre-done and they literally do it themselves um, they may have be given an email address if they have any queries but they really are doing it themselves and if that's the case you know, consistency and commitment and discipline is can be challenging, especially if, you know, people have got full-time jobs and families take of. So you kind of want the your platform to be smooth sailing, your course platform, you want it to be easy to onboard the students. You want it to make, you want the system to be easy for them to show up, cause showing up is half the battle. So if you can make it easy for them to show up, then they can be consistent regularly, which means they will get better results from your program, which means you will get glowing testimonials and you can use those testimonials to further sell your program and onboard more clients to make more money. So let's go on to number five. Number five is all about printables and POD and POD means print on demand. So based on my research, printables and POD has a great earning potential, although it is definitely not for the faint-hearted, which is like any business, really. People are making six figures a year running these kinds of businesses. Some are making six figures in their first year. However, disclaimer, those people who are doing printables and PODs and consider just like overnight make those six figures, if you research them a little bit more, you would have seen that they've had businesses previously that have not done well, that have failed, but they've taken whatever they've learned from their failures and applied it to this business, which has catapulted them. And so for you, the people on the outside, you're seeing someone who's, Oh my God, this is an overnight success. But actually what you're seeing is years and years and years of businesses that have failed and they've taken what they've learned and pull it into this business and it's just taken over so it's not really an overnight success this is definitely a trial and error kind of business and what i mean by this is that the first thing you create will more than likely not sell at all the trick is to design as much as you can as quickly as you can to see what the market likes so a bit like going back to the youtube channel the vlogging you choosing three to five niches and getting out content as much as you can, three to five times a week, and seeing so that you can get your data to see what your audience is drawn to, and then you stick to that niche. It's the same with printables and POD. You're making these designs, you need to make as much as you can um, so that you can get enough data to see what does my audience want. Now, according to the website Printful, The POD industry grew by 12% from 2017 to 2020. And by 2021, the share within the e-commerce industry was up to 19.6% and it's still growing. The majority of these businesses are up on Etsy. There are between 40 million and 80 million businesses on Etsy. So here are a few things you will need to know in order to make a profit. Pick a niche to focus on. Learn how to design really well in this niche and understand what the audience likes in this niche before branching out to other niches. Don't do five niches all at the same time. Do one, get really good with that and then move on to the next one. Also find 10 Etsy stores that you can learn from. Now these stores would have been around for about two, three years and make a minimum of 15,000 pounds in sales. You want to keep listing your designs until you find what's working then capitalize on what's working such as you've created a design on a t-shirt and it's performing really well how about you make the same design but just in a different color now your audience has options in a design they like if you're still thinking about setting up your own pod store then i would say do not expect an overnight success Depending on how consistent and dedicated you are, it can take up to three months before you sell anything. In order to encourage organic traffic to your store, you'll have to have at least 100 listings on your store. However, you only need one listing in order to launch your store. Personally, I do think it's a good side hustle to get into. It's flexible and you can... And you don't need to stop the products you can find a company who will only make the product when it has been sold which makes your company sustainable hence the name print on demand however having the right mindset is key as it is with any type of business from what i've seen those who expected that this was not going to be an overnight success are the ones who are still in the industry making money. And those who thought this was going to be a walk in the park are no longer in business. So like I said earlier, it's like that with any business. Another thing I like about this side hustle is that all you focus on is creating the designs and providing the customer service. The actual product is created and delivered by another company, which is great. Setting up is easy. You go to Etsy and create your account. Then you name your store. Do not spend long on naming your store. Etsy is a search engine. It's like Google or YouTube. So don't worry about the name. If you want to launch your store straight away without having created a design, then you create a dummy listing and then you can remove that later to put up your actual designs. Once you complete that, you will open a Printify account and hook it up to your Etsy store. So there you have it. In my opinion, these are some of the best ways of making money online as a single mom in 2023 and next year in 2024 now as I said before the theme you can see the theme that none of these are get rich quick schemes but they are great vehicles to be used to get you to financial independence financial freedom and whatever other goals you want to achieve they are passive eventually You have to spend a long a long few hours before they become passive but they do become passive eventually and they have a good track record of creating consistent and sustainable income over time so that's all i have for you today um enjoy the rest of your week love natalie hey guys thank you for listening to the podcast today if you're wanting to build wealth in your own way you can download my single mom five-step guide to financial freedom to help motivate you the link to download is in this episode's description